This is Mind Over Money, presented by Waymaker. Today we're talking about super, the main types of super funds in Australia. Whatever you do, don't switch off, because we mentioned the word super, because that's often how we want to deal with superannuation, is like, oh no, not again. Uh, And that's just because there's so much terrible stuff turns up in the media that puts people off a really good system that provides us with an amazing amount of income throughout our life. So don't switch off, stick with us, and enjoy this episode. Hi Archie, how's it going? Yeah, Jim. Good, thanks, <laughs> it's mate. Good. Lockie, Lockie's in Melbourne drinking coffee today, so it's just us talking about super, and uh, we really want to tackle the mindset around super and how we think about it and how it can potentially be a great wealth building tool in your life as well. So mm. yeah, looking forward to today's episode and yeah, interesting for me as well. Love learning more about super and. Mm diving in uh so so i guess the first question is why why super what are the positives around super there's a lot of negatives and maybe we'll talk about that a bit later but what are some of the good things about super yeah well look there's been a lot of talk i think probably since the 90s about passive income (laughs) Mm. so i remember reading books and looking at stuff back in the 90s and and it was all about this passive income and generating passive income so that you don't have to work you know, to have enough money to live on. And superannuation is a classic of this. That's such a big, you know, I think millennials think it's their thing. (laughs) And maybe Gen Gen Z also thinks it's their thing of passive income and the thing that creates it. So it's funny to hear that, you know, it's maybe the the vehicle which created it has changed, but um, people have always talked about not working to get money. Yep. Also, you know, there's been this, thing where we don't want to rely on the government mm. and so there's there's always been this push to not rely on the government or Centrelink and anyone who's dealt with Centrelink doesn't want to deal with Centrelink <laughs> because you know it's one of those organizations that gets us gets our blood pressure raised really quickly <laughs> I enjoy the music while I wait yeah. on the phone <laughs> for an hour and a half <laughs> yeah So super is all about passive income and it is a true passive income uh, that, that comes through superannuation. And the other great thing about super is, is that it starts when we first start working. Mm. So we've got contributions going into super as soon as we start working. Years ago, the contributions were very small, but today any young person, you know, starting work at age 15 onwards uh, can actually have super paid to them. And it's it's 11% of their income, whatever they're earning, 11% of that will go into superannuation. So it's actually a really good system now. And so the younger we are, the, the more money superannuation will generate for us. And so we're talking millions of dollars now, millions of dollars in super potential, and also multiple millions of dollars in income that it's going to generate for us from age 60 onwards. Yeah, great. I guess that's the way to think about it. And that's also maybe the difficult part is it's so far away for some people listening, depending how old you are. But yeah. um, <laughs> but really, you, you're investing into your passive income beyond 60. Yeah. And uh, it's a mm. great tool that we can use 
and might as well. Mm, yep. So it'd be cool to do a quick, yeah. a quick scenario just of how it looks if we invest in super and maybe comparing two age groups. So let's look at maybe first a, a 20-year-old. 20-year-old investing into super. They started now starting to invest a small amount of super. Mm. Uh, do you want to run us through that scenario, Archie? So it's 40 years until they turn 60. Mm. So, so that's 40 years of contributions and, uh, and growth and multiplication and uh, what we call compounding returns mm. on, on that money. So if there's $400 a month going into super, the value of that superannuation at age 60 is 1.4 million. Wow. Uh, and that's with a, a return rate of 8%. Okay. So that 1.4 million will then go on to generate another 4.6 million in income from age 60 on. This is that passive income. Yeah, passive income. Mm. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and the total investment from, from us, you know, uh, as, a, as, you know, over the 40 years from 20 to 40, putting in 400 a month is only 192,000. Wow. So we're going to generate 4.6 million of income and we've only put 192,000 of our own money in. Mm. So this is the power of investing, not just superannuation. This is just the power of investing and putting money away over a long period of time. I, I don't think you can find a, a house for 192,000 these days anywhere, even. No. <laughs> I live in Brisbane, you've got no chance. Not yeah. Even. So yeah, interesting, interesting. Just another, another yeah. strategy. For a lot of our young people now, they're, they're coming into incomes of over $100,000 a year. And if there's a couple, you know, that, that's going to be, say, $200,000 a year coming in per, per year. And their total amount going into superannuation is going to be in excess of $20,000 a year. Mm. This example, we're only, we're only using $5,000 a year. Yes. So, so for a young couple, we, we can, you know, multiply this by four. So they, they could have uh, nearly $6 million in super by the time they hit age 60. Yeah, wow. I mean, in this, this case, the 1.4, I mean, 100 bucks a week pretty much, a bit, a bit less than that. It's, mm. not, it's not much. That's not a huge sacrifice if you're on a decent income. Yeah, but with super, you're not sacrificing because you're getting paid super. Mm. Yes, yes, <laughs> so, of course. <laughs> so, uh, so that's the great part about it. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. So the other part of this scenario is, is let's take the 45-year-old now, as a 45-year-old, you know, we're, we're starting later and we've only got 15 years from now until age 60. And so f for, for the 45-year-old to achieve that 1.4 million, the same as the 20-year-old, they've got to contribute $4,000 a month into super yeah, okay. uh, to achieve that same investment outcome. And what would be the total investment for them? Uh, so the total amount they're going to put in is 720000 to generate 1.4 million in the investment. Yeah. It sounds like a big number, but I don't know, to me, that's also good news. That's still good news. If, you, <laughs> if you're 45, $4,000 oh, yeah. a month, um, yeah. I, yeah, a yeah. lot of people have that kind of excess. Yeah. Uh, and maybe you have to rein a few things in, but yeah. um, it's a big number, but there's hope um, for people's retirement. Yep. Especially when you look at the passive income that it's going to produce for the rest, you know, for the rest of your life from age 60 onwards. Mm. It's going to produce a lot of income that you're going to live on. It sounds good, too good to be true in some ways. And maybe if you've played around with a, a calculator that shows, you know, all the different compounds, mm. you could think it's too good to be true. So what's maybe what's some of the noise around 
superannuation where people think, oh, this is not for me or, or it looks too good. It sounds too good. Wow. Yeah. So the sort of noise that we've got around superannuation is uh, people say, I don't trust the government. They keep changing the rules. Sure. Uh, in actual fact, the rule changes have come about to protect people and to ensure that the super system works. And in reality, super is your money. It's just in a trust fund. Uh, so it's just a legal entity, but it's your money. Government can't touch it. People think, oh, the government's going to take my money. No, they can't touch it. It's not their money. It's your money. Mm, <laughs> and right. it's legally set up that it's your money. So therefore, uh, I remember a big story breaking out years ago when the government started thinking, oh, we can use all this you know, lost super money and start using that to you know, build roads and stuff. Well, they got nailed on that one <laughs> because uh you know legally they just can't touch it <laughs> yep. so yep. uh so that's a good thing so the mm. government's got those rules in place mm. to make sure that the system works yeah and and keep it working and but the media hype everything up and make it look like something totally different uh and that's the classic you know of media trying to create a story and hype things so we've always got that problem that's part of the noise yep. for sure um then we've had Big companies running super funds, and uh, you know, and we don't trust big companies. <laughs> so, yeah. So that that's been a problem in the past, but that's gone now as well. Uh, the big companies have moved away from it. Our super is now being run by uh, either either financial planners or or by a specific super fund. Right. Yeah. Uh, so that's helped. Mm. You know that that change has come through. So that's that noise is gone now. Uh, it's probably still pushed out by media, but yeah, we don't have to worry about that anymore. Uh, and then the big one is we don't understand it. You know, yes. a lot of people say, I just don't understand it. I don't get it. Uh, why is my money tied up? You know, I could be using that money to buy houses and do something else. Mm. Uh, and that's just where we just, we're just missing the point of what it's about and how it works. Sure. And recently we, Recently, the other noise was the, the higher tax rate on high-income earners. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> and rich people. Yep. Again, the media love to pump that one up, but it doesn't affect 98% of the population. So <laughs> Yes. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Probably not going to so, affect So we're going to ignore that noise as well. <laughs> Don't need to worry. Yeah. <laughs> mm. <laughs> yep. And so all this noise creates trust issues. Mm. You know, can we trust super? Can we trust, you know, that we're actually going to get that money, that that money is real? Mm. And the thing is, it is real. Yes. The money is real. The system is real. And we can trust it. So that's the biggest mindset change that we've got to have is going, yep, this system is real. It does work. And we can trust it. Mm. No, it's great to hear. And I think, I mean, I was, I mean, everyone's gone through being a bit nervous about investing or mm. whatever you know, putting money into yeah. something and then hopefully it's going to come back one day and what's going to happen if the market, market crashes. And, and I think someone told me once, like yeah. if the market actually crashed and your money was gone, you'll be more concerned about other things than <laughs> where's your money gone? Yeah. It'll be more like there's no government, no tax, no jobs, <laughs> and you're going to be more worried about what you're going to eat next yeah. than um, <laughs> where's my money gone. So that, that always helped me just kind of, I'll relax a bit and be like, okay, so there's some good yeah, good options out there and um, just need to kind of let go of some of the mm. negative preconceptions around super and the different retirement options. And the other thing is like super is an investment. So 
we can't think of it like a bank account. Mm. So that's often how people think of super is I'm going to get to retirement and there's going to be $500,000 in super and it costs me $100,000 a year to live. So my super is only going to last five years and people go, well, that's no good. I'd rather own a house or, you know, do something else, you know, with that money to, to look after myself. And, uh, yeah, that, that preconceived idea of, of the money is like a bank account. That's, that's where it's wrong. That's a great point. Uh, mm. Because it stops, you under, it stops you from understanding that super is generating income. Yes. And, and if you let your super generate the income and live off that income, then the super keeps on growing uh, or the investment because that, that's what it is, superannuation is an investment. Mm. The investment keeps on growing and keeps on producing that income. So I, I liken it to an orchard. <laughs> mm. You know, fruit trees live for 100 years. Uh, you got 100 years of production. And right. the first five years, you, get, you don't get much at all. Yep. But the next five years, you get a lot more. And then, then you get this big, long period, 100 years of nice, consistent production. Uh, and all you got to do is maintain it. Just maintain it, look after it. Mm. Make sure it does what it's supposed to do, and that orchard will keep on producing. And the seasons, things happen with the weather. Yeah. Um, but you don't just chop down all the all the trees and get rid of them. Yeah. <laughs> but you understand that oh, this is a season, <laughs> not as much fruit this year, but um, yeah. <laughs> to wait till the next year. Yeah. And yeah, that's a really great analogy. Hey, it's Lachlan, sipping my coffee from Melbourne this week. After the break, Tim and Archie will unpack the three main types of super funds in Australia. We hope you're enjoying the podcast and think about a friend that you can send this to at the end of the show. And don't forget, you can send us your money questions using the link or the email in the show notes. Great. So shall we get a little bit practical? Yeah. Well, as, as much as we can get. Um, of course, if you want actual practical information about your situation, see a financial advisor who can deep dive with you. And I think that's a great, great thing to do. Mm. But if, if we could just get a little bit of understanding about the different types of super and if you could run us through kind of what options we have out there. So we've got three types of super funds out there. Uh, the first the first and the biggest is your retail super funds, which includes industry super funds. Mm. Uh, the second is your platforms, which is your financial advisors use platforms to manage the investments. Uh, and then the third type is self-managed super funds. And that's where people want to get into uh, dealing with the money themselves and dealing with all the hassles themselves. <laughs> uh, mm. and, and that's your self-managed super fund area. Yep. So if we look at the first one, the retail super fund area, generally these are low cost, low options, minimal support. So most of our super ends up in these guys mm. because the employer has to pay super. So they generally have a, a super fund that they pay into. So if you turn up and start working for someone, you don't tell them where to put your super, they're going to put it into one of these retail funds. Yes. Because it's low cost, set, forget. Mm. Yeah. And, and that's where your money goes. And the thing is here, you don't know what's happening with your money. Uh, the super fund is in control of the money, not you. And this is often where things go wrong and people don't understand what's happening and we end up with the bad media reports. 
But at the same time, these guys are big advertisers and they love telling us about their brand. <laughs> so, <laughs> so we're going to see them on the footy. We're going to see them on different sports events. You know, They're going to be popping up everywhere. There's plenty of ads on, on programs and shows now. And, and the reason that you know, there's been bad media is because people haven't been paying attention to their super. They haven't managed their super. And so you know, they're disappointed with their results. And, right. and the media makes a big hype about that. But it, it's like everything. If we don't look after it, then we can only blame ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> and look, generally, these guys are really super cheap. You know, it's, they're, they're probably costing around the $500 a year to operate, uh, depending on how big your balance is. Um, mm. So they're, they're super cheap. But again, you get what you pay for. <laughs> So, right, right. Uh, because they are super cheap. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yep. Okay. When we when we go to the second one, platforms. So platforms are things like wrap accounts and master trusts, and these these tend to be operated by financial planners. Mm. So the financial planner doesn't own the platform, where the financial planner just uses the platforms to create a really good diversified portfolio of investments. Mm. And so, so these platforms give us a huge range of investments to go into and it can be really low cost or it can be you know, more expensive. It, it's, it's up to you and your advisor to work out which way you go here. Mm. But what you get is really comprehensive reporting, flexibility. Uh, it's even tax managed so that you can minimize tax. But the thing is you've got to pay some fees to get that. Yeah. You know, so to get that extra support, you, you pay a bit higher fees. So generally the fees are between $1,500 and $3,000 a year. Right. But that will help you generate better returns and help you manage your money to achieve the results that you want to achieve. Yeah, that's great. And I, I guess something to note as well, I'm not a financial planner, but financial planners are bound by best interest duty and there's a lot of... Uh, legality mm. around like protections in place for the clients. Yeah. So that it's not like they're yeah. just yeah. running away. No. Part of, part of what you're paying for is the insurance that's behind the financial planners. Mm. So there is a whole insurance system behind there, which protects you as the person. So effectively what you're doing is paying insurance for a very large investment, um, the same as you pay insurance on your house. Mm. Yeah. I think I, yeah. I think that's also comforting to know. Yeah, yeah. So there is a lot of protection there for you. The third one, this is the challenging one, self-managed super funds. So originally these guys came out many years ago when the government recognised that uh, there was all these self-employed small business owners who were sitting on commercial properties and, you know, had a business uh, that was holding assets. And for them to retire, they were going to lose a lot of money in tax. Mm. And therefore, they weren't going to have great retirements, uh, you know, and they weren't going to be able to be self-funded in their retirement. So the government set up and allowed for self-managed super funds so that people could actually move commercial property and business assets into the superannuation space, avoid paying tax and have a tax-free income for the rest of their life. Mm. And so it was a massive win-win because <laughs> there was, you know, huge amounts of assets were able to be moved into superannuation, moved into a place, you know, where they could provide people with a self-funded retirement. Uh, and then, of course, over time, things can go a bit crazy, which they did. <laughs> and 
people were being sold all sorts of things through self-managed super funds. You know, we had these companies start up on the Gold Coast because the Gold Coast is the classic place to start a company and start finding people uh, <laughs> where you can take their money. And, you know, and so we had some horrible things happen through self-managed super funds. But at the same time, they're there for a reason. They allow you to hold residential property, commercial property. They allow you to invest in different things that you want to invest in that may not be available uh, through anywhere else. And you have to manage it because it's self-managed. Mm. You have to manage it. So you're responsible. You take all the risk. Um, and because there's a lot of rules around superannuation, especially government wants to make sure that your super is protected, you have to be audited every year. Mm. So to, to be able to be audited, to be able to manage it, you've got to have a platform. You've got to be able to use accountants because they've got to do all the tax work. Uh, you've got to pay for auditors. So this this one's going to cost you between five and ten thousand plus a year to operate. Yeah. Okay. So so you only go into this space. You only go into this space if you really have something that's going to be worthwhile, <laughs> uh, because sure. the costs are really high. This would be a small percentage yeah. of yep. people. Yeah. You can achieve a lot with a platform without taking the risk. Right. That's the thing. So, you know, the platform, uh, the second option that we were talking about here with an advisor, uh, it's low cost, massive flexibility, full protection. You know, you don't have all the legal and administrative hassle. Uh, it's still fairly set and forget. Uh, mm. You know, someone's looking after you and someone's looking after your super. So this platform option is a really good option. Okay, great. Yeah. I guess we're self-managed. Not mm. only is there the financial investment, but also the time slash knowledge investment that you would need to, to have to be able to self-manage one of these funds. Um, yeah. So they take, a, they take a lot of work. <laughs> very interesting. I've, I've lived overseas for a long time and coming back to Australia, mm. getting back into it. I was, you know, living in Japan and they have their own versions of this, but it's slightly different. Um, but just re relearning yeah. how Australia works, and it's it's interesting, but it's also very comforting. I think Australia has a great system behind it, and great options for people to build wealth into retirement. Yeah, definitely. Yep. Yeah, my uh, my son Ben lives in Taiwan. Their super system is very different mm. again, and it's very much government controlled, where they don't have any control over their investments. You know, we've got so much here. Ours is so good. Yeah, it is. <laughs> like, it is. Yeah, when you when you look around the world, it's we we've got one of the top systems in the world. Yeah, uh, and we yes. we do need to appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I definitely yeah definitely agree, uh, and especially with the amount of control we have and how we invest, um, how we access our money, it's so good. And maybe that's the double edged sword there. Um, too many options, <laughs> having all the people just don't get started. <laughs> and yeah, exactly. Yeah, it is a problem when there's too many options and we don't know what to do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And what what do we, what do we call that? An, an analysis paralysis. Yes, is yes. when we got too many I'm options. Just looking at everything but not doing we, anything. We can really get stuck. Shiny object syndrome. That's my my favorite one. <laughs> so um so each each type of super fund offers its distinct benefits but the most important question uh to ask ourselves is how much income do we need throughout our life and so your advocate can actually help you calculate potential returns you know put 
all this information through the uh, Waymaker tool and actually show you what your situation can look like. But then you've got to get professional advice around what sort of products to use. Mm. So that's where a financial planner would come become involved, you know, making sure that you're using a product that's appropriate to your situation. That's great. Yeah, at Waymaker, we definitely recommend working with a financial advisor to get your personal advice around your super options and create a strategy that's specific for you that will generate income throughout your life. And you should never get mm. your specific advice from a podcast, <laughs> which is general in nature. But mm. Yep, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> but thanks for listening. We love that you listen. And we hope we really want to help tackle mindsets around these areas and just help mm. people just see the bigger picture and that they really bring hope to people's financial situations, which, you know, right now there's a lot of noise mm. really ripping people up and mm. making people depressed and sad and anxious. But I think they are great strategies going forward and we're in a new time and it's just about mm. you know, having great mindsets and establishing those. So as always, thanks so much for listening. Please share this podcast with a friend or give us a rating wherever you're listening. That really helps us. So have a wonderful week. Awesome. So this podcast is for education purposes only and is not financial advice. So if you'd like to speak to someone about your personal finances, including home loans, head to the waymakerpodcast.com.au to connect with one of our wealth partners. Thanks again. See you, Tim. See you, Archie.